When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon. It is 2.30 in the afternoon and I am starting the podcast late. Hopefully, I think most of you guys listen on your drive home or in the afternoon or while you're cooking or something of that sort. So um, my belief is that I'm not doing anything harmful by doing it in the afternoon. So hopefully the supporters who do support the channel um, don't mind. But if, if you do, again, I, I'm here for you guys, the supporters. If you guys support the channel, uh, hit the support button. Tell me what time you want me recording. Uh, I'll record the podcast. I've been doing it live on YouTube. I may go on Twitch every now and then. Um, Twitch isn't, I don't, I, I, I just don't know the difference. And I don't know if you guys want to watch me on Twitch. I don't know if you guys want to watch me on YouTube. Again, I'm a boomer. So set up on my TV is YouTube. I don't have Twitch set up on my TV. Um, but Twitch has been pretty good to me. I, I, I got to tell you, they've been, um, uh, thrown some bones my way. So, uh, and it's probably just because of the size of the podcast, but, uh, listening to you guys again, if you throw a tip in there, give me the time, give, give me a stock you want me to look at. And also tell me what time you want me recording. If it's the afternoon, again, if this, this provides a little bit of help, um, I, I'm getting the one thirty candles. So the good news is with the scans that I just did, uh, uh, we're going to have some fresh, fresh meat on the bones. Um, yesterday's big news, Apple, got my Apple watch, got my AirPods, um, got my iMac, I've got my iPhone, I've got my iPad. So I'm all set, Appled out, but they released a new 14, uh, iPhone 14 with, um, an iPhone 14. I believe they call it the plus, which is the bigger size phone. Personally, I like the smaller size phone. And if they could give me the battery life, I would have gone with the mini. I don't need the big size. I've got an iPad. What do I need the big size for? Uh, the biggest news of all, and probably the reason Apple is down today, is they didn't raise the price. Uh, I just bought a month ago, kicking myself, consumer hell right here. I bought a 13 Pro about a month ago. Uh, it hasn't even been a month. I, I bought it for a hike that I was going on, and I was like, you know, this 10 is just isn't taking great pictures. I can take my Canon camera, but you know, I personally would like to get to a hiking, um, a hiking kind of quote unquote pack where I just have a tiny drone, which I have the mini from DJI. Um, I have a camera, which could be just an iPhone um, and a 360 camera because the iPhone's never going to really be a 360 camera. It might be at some point in time, but um, the 360 camera the drone and the iPhone. If that's all I need to bring on a hike, I'm great. If I can leave my DSL, you know, DSLR at home, if I can leave and leave my Canon point and shoot at home, I'm perfectly happy. But they released this and, and they didn't release, uh, increase the price. So that means that one of two things, uh, either they're going to take a hit on the margins, which is what Wall Street kind of thinks, or uh, they are actually operating at a better uh, capacity than the rest of the market and can take the inflation hit. Remember, inflation's up there about 8 
So you just got a 10% discount on the iPhone 14, um, which again, if Apple's keeping their margins, they're just managing their business better. So it's an interesting one. Carter Worth yesterday, who literally, and I brought this up on August 17th, he said sell. August 17th was the date you should have sold. Um, let's look at Apple. We'll look at the chart right now. I'll show you. Uh, this right here, right here is August 17th. He called it. He said sell. Look at that. That's the button hook I always talk about. You would have sold at probably a 30% gain from 134. Uh, now you're still out of it, but like I said, remember, that's going to cross up at some point in time. Um, where's the floor? Don't know. Do you want to time it? Hell no. You know, again, do I know that it's going up from here? No. No. If I knew that, my ass wouldn't be sitting here in a podcast. Uh, oh, by the way, and speaking of uh, my ass wouldn't be here in a podcast, uh, I got teeth work done um, from my dentist. If you are in the Atlanta area, uh, Shiva Talibi is the, uh, my dentist. You can hit me up, hit me up on any of the socials. I'll give you her information. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I had, now mind you, my teeth are fairly good. I have fairly good teeth. Um, but I had chipped the front of my tooth. Um, and it kind of looked like a little hillbilly a little bit, but not much. Nobody could really notice it, but the obsessive nature that I am, I'm like, Shiva, man, it just bugs the hell out of me. Took care of it. Uh, teeth look fantastic now. You can't even notice the chip. Um, they're super, super clean. I mean, that's essentially what, I, what you go to her for is cleanliness and making sure that uh, your teeth are healthy. So we've got a, uh, and I've gone over this before, we've got a pretty, pretty solid volume shelf here at 184, 148 for Apple. You're at 154. Do you care about those $5 in a stock that you're most likely going to hold on to? Because I wouldn't sell it if I was buying it at this, at this range, uh, at this price level. Now, if we go into a recession, it's, it's down at 120. Do you care? No, just load up more. You know, buy a couple shares. Say you've got 10 shares that you want to buy. Um, you want to spend $15,000 on this. Uh, or no, what is that? Yeah, $15,000, $15,400. You want to buy 100 shares. That's 100. Um, buy 20 at 154. You know, if it goes down to 150, Buy another 10. If it goes down to 148, buy a bunch of others. Uh, and I think you're hearing the, uh, the weed whacker. But my apologies, as you're doing this in the afternoon, you got to kind of deal with lawn work. Um, but uh, Carter Worth, his suggestion again, August 17th, um, it's down 10% since then. Um, 13% since he basically said uh, uh, short it, you know, get, get out of it. Um, his guidance on Apple is stay out of it. Uh, I personally think you can buy it at any time. Um, that, that's my personal opinion. He said if you're short Apple, and, and I hope none of my listeners are short Apple because um, you should, A, you shouldn't be shorting stocks. Um, you, should, you can buy puts, you can buy options, all that you want. But if you're shorting stocks, you're way more advanced than listening to this freaking podcast. So, uh, or... You're just gambling and get the F out and learn, learn, uh, learn the basics of it because shorting, you can lose your entire portfolio on one short. Uh, ask uh, Melvin Capital, who lost, what, $9 billion off of uh, GameStop? Yeah, 
GameStop business made no sense whatsoever. I would have shorted it at 20. Uh, I would have shorted it at 50 going down. I would have shorted it at 100. Made no sense. Got lost, you know, lost this entire hedge fund. And thanks to Citadel, if you want to watch the, uh, the HBO documentary on that one and how the market was manipulated and retail uh, traders got shorted, go and watch it. Uh, but Carter Worth says stay out of it. Uh, don't short it. Don't get out. He also says that. Don't get out because you never know when this is going to bounce. But if you shorted it, get out. If you trimmed it, uh, stay on the sidelines. Uh, so uh, I wanted to, that, that was kind of one of the news. The other news that I saw, uh, Putin has officially gone to war with energy and the EU. Um, he has essentially said, hey, if you, cut, if you put sanctions on Russian oil, if you cap the price, we may just hold it back. And we may not only hold oil back, uh, we're going to sell it out to China because there's going to be a ton of uh, need in China. Um, and China's going to buy it. Mind you, China and India will buy it cheap. They will reduce the price. So Putin is kind of cutting off his nose to spite his face. Um, he will also shut down Nord Stream. He, he said that the other day, is that Nord Stream was shut down not for service, not for maintenance. It was shut down because the EU wanted to cap prices. So he's going to war. Uh, expect prices to go up. Uh, Britain has announced that um, uh, they will cap uh, household energy prices uh, for the next two years. So again, energy is just one of those things. Um, you're seeing it brought down. Biden isn't going to drill more. He's not going to give uh, uh, the uh, oil companies um, more places to uh, more permits. Uh, he's not going to allow that. And I don't know that necessarily the energy companies want that. They want this price to go up. The reason it's coming down is because inflation is still high. The expectation is that the, the Fed is going to kill the market and demand. If that's the case, and again, we had a rate, we had a rate hike today from the EU, the most aggressive rate hike in their history, 0.75%. We've had two of those already, or maybe three, I forget. Um, but we've had a couple of those over here. Um, now you've got 0.75 from the EU. Again, there's fears of a recession worldwide. That's essentially what's going on. Uh, and I may have to pause this, but my dog is, Penny, no ma'am. Okay, sorry. Uh, but that's, that's what's going on with energy. Another analyst I watched, Katie Stockton, who was on CNBC this morning, she called the most recent move down. She said, Get out of the market. All the technicals. She's a technical trader. Uh, she said all the technicals point to it. The fundamentals. There's no fundamentals that work to move the, the market upwards. So she said get out. She essentially has a very bearish look downside. She's buying some things um, that make sense. Uh, one of the things that she brought up that makes sense is corn. C-O-R-N. It's an ETF that's based on the price of corn. Now, uh, July 26th, you had a buy-in on the algorithm at 2410 on corn. Um, this is an interesting asset because it trades on the futures of corn. This is not actually you buying corn. This is on the futures of corn. Now, you do have this gap here between 25 and 26, to give or take a few cents. Um, but the uh, corn is trading at 26. It's not even quite a 10% move. This is not something that is made to move tremendously. Now, I say that with full well knowing 
that this buy-in here at 22 on January 19th ran all the way until May 5th, and you made 32% on this. Since that 32%, which was selling at 29, we've pulled all the way back down to 23. Uh, do I think that it's going back up here at 28? It could. Again, remember, Putin is threatening to pull some, um, some of the grains, uh, which could drive a food shortage, which the price of corn would go up. Your RSI is currently at 56. So it's kind of in no man's land. The MACD is, is crossing down. I think you're getting that button hook here. But this was one that she brought up that, that we should be looking at. So there were two, um, two requests, two. I think only two. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Tom wanted me to look at Dominion Energy. Um, symbol D. It's an energy stock, so you know I love this one. Um, Dominion Energy, uh, ironically, the algorithm makes you 1%. Buying and holding makes you 5%. Now, the reason is this, this probably has a big, big dividend. Let's go to FinViz and let's look at Dominion Energy. I think this is it. Yeah, it's a 3.2% dividend. Is this the utility? Uh, yeah, it it's produces and distributes energy in the United States. Uh, operates four segments, Dominion Energy, Virginia, gas distribution, Dominion Energy, South Carolina, and contracted assets. So you can read the, the entire description. Uh, they do have natural gas um, uh, exposure. So it just crossed up at 83.28. It's trading at 82. So it is kind of moving in the downward direction from the algorithm. I don't know that I necessarily love this one, though, Tom. Um, you, you are with the RSI in no man's land at 49. It's, it's moving on its way down. Uh, it's clearly using that 200 day right now as support as it bounced up there. Uh, you did have the golden cross with the 50 day moving up on the 200 day right here at April 24th. Let's move to a daily to take a look at how this one's moving daily. Yeah, that 200 day, you crossed it up in July. July 28th is where it looks like it, it crossed up. You just had your ex-dividend date. So the next catalyst is the earnings on November 4th. That's quite a bit out, a month and a half, somewhere in that neighborhood, almost two months. Your MACD is moving down. Sorry, I hit the microphone. Uh, your RSI is at 51. I don't know that this necessarily uh, means that you, you should buy it. Uh, right now, you're only 6% off the 52-week high. You're 18% off the 52-week low. Performance year-to-date, though, is 6%. So you're doing pretty well on Dominion Energy. You're not killing it like other names. Uh, I would say, eh, if you want to get in long-term, I, I don't think this, you know, with a 3% dividend, you're kind of doing this volume shelf up here between 81 and 83 is kind of providing you that support to trade in that range. If you break that 81 price point, you're probably going down to either 79 or 80. I don't think you're breaking it all the way down here to 72 unless you see um, the market really, really turn down. So there's my take on uh, Dominion for you, Tom. Corey from Instagram wanted me to look at CSIQ. Um, this is Canadian solar. Solar stocks have been killing it. And yeah, before, before I even pulled it up, I knew this was going to be a killer. 
So July 19th, you got in uh, on the algorithm at $30.42. Today, you're at 43. That's almost a 50% move. Uh, You're very damn well close to a 50% move. You can see August 17th, they announced earnings of $1.07 per share. Quite a a kind of run up into that. They had a gap up into that. You've got a gap down here. You've got this button hook created here. Um, I don't know that the algorithm still has you in and the RSI is down at 48. So the MACD is coming down. Uh, my particular opinion, I think you get out of this one. Um, the, ma- the algorithm makes you 11% on this. Buying and holding will, would have made you 60%. The average win on this is 14%. Uh, you had 10 wins and 22 losses. So there were quite a few positions. Anything over like, tw- I think, 26, 27 in my algorithm over 500 means it's kind of volatile and, and means it's moving up and down a lot. Uh, but you have 32 positions. The average win, again, is 14%. This is, you're in this move. Would I suggest you get into this uh, right now? No, 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 no. Let's look real quick at Finviz um, so we can see the, uh, the 52 rig range is 22.15 to 47.69. So you're only 8% off the, uh, the 52 week high. You're 97% above the 52 week low. So year-to-date performance up 50%. Again, it's a solar energy name. You would have had to really screw up the business to actually screw that up. Um, so uh, I, CSIQ, if you're in that trade, Corey, fantastic, great. I'd probably pull some off the table right now. You've had a good move here. Um, from a volume perspective, if I pull this, this would be kind of the latest run. So if I pull that there, you are building this shelf up here. So. There's the potential that this capitulates here and takes another move higher. Um, the PE is 21. Uh, let's look at Sedge. I think Sedge is the, the, yeah, that's another solar technology. They're at 121. So CSIQ probably has some room to grow with some good growth. Um, the analysts, God, look at these analysts. I mean, the last one was September 8th. Uh, Goldman took it down to a sell and, and put a price target of 38 on it. Meanwhile, you're at what? 40, 43. Take some off the table, Corey. Don't be greedy. Pigs get slaughtered. Remember that. And I always need to tell myself that too. Um, let's take a look at some of the stocks that we've looked at and that probably, uh, I should be keeping track of, but I don't. Roku, we brought up Roku a couple of days ago because it did have a MACD cross up. Um, right here at 65, you're trading at 67 right now. Um, I don't know that I'd necessarily stay in this. It's not a huge move up. The catalyst is the earnings coming in November. Um, the, the RSI is in no man's land. Would I get into this? Probably not because it's a falling knife. Again, trade, trade the trend. Sedge, we recommended yesterday, um, and this was one. Uh, I just went over this with CSIQ, uh, CSQI, what was it? CSIQ. Um, Sedge was one. We had a MACD cross up here at 277. You're trading one day later at $311. Great buy. Uh, again, sometimes this algorithm with the MACD cross up just gets it. It just gets it right. Uh, upstart Holdings. Uh, we brought that up. And, and I'm kind of doing this because, again, we're in the afternoon and I'll go into my. Uh, my scans later. 24.48 yesterday, we're at 26. You might have gotten your 10% there, you know, in a day. Pretty good. Uh, again, you can't time these moves, but 
with the with the market the way that it is, you're looking at an oversold market. End phase. This one flew, I think. Yeah, 291 was the buy, and you're at 316. That's a 20 10% move right there. So you got your 10%. Uh, don't be greedy. Still got confirmation though. You're still moving up in the upward direction. Uh, it's another solar stock. Melly. Uh, this was a question from a listener uh, a while back, but we did have a MACD cross up here at 858. You're at 918. Not quite 10%, but you're getting there. And the MACD's moving up. Uh, Roblox, we brought this one up. Um, what was it yesterday? Maybe the day before. Um, Roblox, you had a MACD cross up here at 37. You're at 41. So uh, DLTR, this is the Dollar Tree one. This is the one that um, I, I thought was an interesting one. We had a MACD cross up here at 138. You're at 141. So you're nowhere close to 10%. That RSI is moving down. Again, this has more of a, a headline problem with lead and toys. Um, so I don't know that I'd be looking for it to fill this gap anytime soon, but it was an interesting one, and I think it's trading. It, it may have found a bottom there at the 130s. Um, NEE, which is Next Era Energy, they had a MACD crop, uh, cross up at 87. You're at 90, not 10%, but still a good move. Um, and those are just stocks. Let's look at Cleveland Cliffs, CLF. Remember I, I said the MACD cross up here at 19 was good? Yeah, I was wrong. But we did have a MACD cross up here today in the afternoon at 1784. Remember I said, ah, hey, you can probably hold on to it just because it's going to capitulate here. It is. It's just kind of holding. Um, you know, again, Katie Stockton called it. There's nothing that's moving this market higher other than the technicals being oversold. And that's just not a good trend for a long-term recovery. It's just not. Uh, so uh, Qualcomm, let's look at Qualcomm because I think we just had a, another MACD cross up on this one. <clears throat> um, not quite. You're not quite in there, but it is damn close here at 128. You'll have it this afternoon. 128, again, you're putting in, remember that last 126, was the algorithm buy there? You had 13% last time. So chips may be getting some love at 128. You're seeing it kind of just uh, move in, uh, kind of capitulate right here between 129 and 125. So uh, let's look at um, SPG, Simon Property Group. They got past their ex dividend date, um, which is today. And you had a MACD cross up at 100, it's at 102. So a 2% move in one day, I'd take it. But 100 is the buy. You'd probably get this at 100 at some point today. Um, let's go to Active Trader Pro and look. Um, I'm going to press it down here because I don't have enough. SPG. Let's look at SPG. Uh, NVIDIA, by the way, <clears throat> is kind of capitulating right there too. SPG, you're trading at 101.89. Um, yeah, it's on the downward here. Maybe if I do live trading, I'll show you guys. Again, reading a chart, a four-hour chart, a one-minute chart, a five-minute chart, it's the same. Just you know, trade the trend. Uh, I've added this pink line here, which is the VWAP, which I really like, volume, weight, average price. It's a great, great tool for you guys if you want to use it. Um, Costco. We haven't talked about Costco lately. Um, and UNH, those are my two that I... Costco. Cross up here at 524 uh, this morning. 
yeah, this morning's candle, 524.33. Um, cross up, it's trading at 526. Now, the last uh, cross up that you had, you had a 17% gain. The algorithm makes you 70%. Buying and holding makes you 54%. The average win is 10% on this. This has been a big, big mover. That RSI down here at 47, 45, eh, it's no man's land, but you're crossing up. Uh, their earnings are coming out September 22nd, so they do have a catalyst coming. 524, um, will they announce, I think it was Walmart with Sam's Club announced, or it might have been BJ's, a membership increase. They might announce a membership increase here. I might keep that one on my list. Uh, let's look at energy. We've had a little bounce of energy here. We talked about it. Uh, the, the OPEC uh, meeting resulted in a cutback. You're still in COP, which is ConocoPhillips, uh, at 108. It had that dovetail, that little um, button hook where it comes down, but it hasn't gotten you out. And you can clearly see um, that the MACD did cross down, but there's moving averages in my algorithm. And again, it, it keeps you in sometimes a little too long uh, where you, you look at this one. See, it keeps you in a little too long, but there are times where it doesn't get you out. If we were to look at this one, the MACD crossed down right here, uh, but there's a likelihood that this could have continued to move. And that's why um, in my algorithm, I use moving averages as well. Uh, let's look at Devin, personal holding of mine. I said set under 70, buy over 70, sell. It's at 68. Uh, it got you out a couple of days ago with a 13% gain. MACD is clearly down. Uh, the ex-dividend date is tomorrow. So uh, I think Oxy is the same way. Uh, it got you out yesterday or something. It's down 1.2% today. Uh, yeah, it got you out September 6th with 9% gain. Uh, we're at 64.58. Again, I, I think anything under 70, look at that RSI. You're at 33. Um, the last time you were down here, you moved all the way from 62 up to 70s. Let's see, 70, 77, 77. Um, and, and again, I kind of hold these just because you've got the dividend coming to you. Um, the dividend just gets taken out, but then they tend to move higher. Uh, Exxon has you out as well. Uh, this is kind of the, the uh, energy play right now. CVX under 160, I'd buy it under 160 if I didn't hold energy. I do have a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of energy, so I'm not looking to go out and buy this. But Devon Energy is at, or I'm sorry, uh, Chevron is at 155. Um, great company to buy. Uh, they make money on oil. Anything over $40 a barrel, they're making money. So even if my, uh, the barrel price goes down, <clears throat> they're still making money. Uh, make no mistake about it. And they do have gaps up here to get filled in the 160s. So it's going to go back there. Um, let's look at, um, some of the scans. I'm going to cut this one short and maybe do some live trading, but I'll look at some of the scans because I did get some afternoon cross ups here and, and I'll probably look at these tomorrow morning too. Cisco had a cross up. You don't have an official price on this one, but you can clearly see that that crossed up. Now this is a company at, at 43. You can clearly see if I bring this back to its highs. Um, we'll bring this back to March because it did dip down from the fifties there. Um, you can clearly see there is a volume shelf here between 44 and 40, 
5.50. It's trading at 45.20 right now. You've got a gap that needs to be filled here at 47. Um, you know, that's a 10%, a 5% move. Not huge. The algorithm loses you 8% on this one. Your average win is only 6%. I don't know if I'd take this trade. I brought it up because it's big, big company. You can hold on to it. I think it's a mainstay that, you know, I had in my portfolio way back when. Uh, Boeing, <coughs> excuse me, had a MACD cross up. The last cross up resulted in a 5% loss. I don't think that you're losing on a 5% at 156 here because I do think if I bring this to the last run up here, uh, the volume shelf that's billing here is between 154 and 157. Uh, if you lose 154 on the close today, I think you're looking at probably 140 as the price where it'll bounce. Uh, and that's just based on volume. Uh, am I buying it right now? Hmm, I don't know. Um, again, you have to believe that the market is going to move to buy any of these. Any of these big companies, you have to believe that the market is going to move in a positive direction. And with a 75-point uh, hike looming next week or the week after, I don't know. IBM. IBM's interesting because um, this is just, I mean, it's just a beaten, beaten company. You have a MACD cross up here at 128. Um, that's kind of where it's capitulating. Um, the last 128 move, July 28th, that it got you, you got a 3% gain. You probably could have gotten a 10% gain. Um, here at 140, but you know, close to it. The algorithm loses you 2%. Buying and holding makes you 9%. The average win is only 3%. So again, IBM, I think you'd have to want to hold that one for a while. And I don't think you mind holding it for a while, but if the market gets taken down, that gets taken down. We have a MACD cross up here on Verizon. And this one's interesting. And the reason it's interesting is because you'd have two catalysts coming up in October, October 6th is the ex-dividend date. And then earnings is October 18th. Now, Verizon is interesting because they're spending way too much money. Um, they're just, you know, it's a race to the bottom. How much is your phone bill? Have you cut your phone bill? Because you know what? In my links, if you look below, either the podcast or on YouTube, there's a link there to a link tree. And at the bottom, I have a link to uh, uh, visible wireless, which is run by Verizon, but I joined a party. And when you join a party, it's $25 a month for unlimited 5G. Completely happy with my service. Haven't had an issue. It's unbelievable. Uh, if you want to know how, join up with the link, uh, transfer your number. I actually went on it for 15 days. I used my eSIM. Uh, went on it for a 15 for a 15 day trial. I think it's a 15. It might be a 10 day trial, um, but there is a free trial. You download it to your eSIM. You can have it side by side with your current phone number. Transfer your phone number over. Boom, twenty five dollars a month. You get twenty dollars off your first month when you sign up with me through that link. So, uh, would I invest in Verizon? I think it was a good long term play. It's got a great dividend. They are not in danger of cutting this dividend. This has gaps all the way up to 55. At 41, huh, let's, let's do a Finviz look. So Verizon's um, PE is 8.25. Forward PE is 7.8. Now, their biggest competitor is AT&T, whose symbol is just T. Uh, AT&T's PE is 6. 
and forward PE is six. Now, that's a horribly run company. Um, T-Mobile, which is, uh, let's see, T-M-U-S, uh, their PE is 106 and forward PE is 22. Now, that's because T-Mobile is just a significantly better run company. They are charging you a flat rate of $45, no problem. You could even go with Comcast, um, which is probably going to become like the number two or three uh, cell phone provider um, because they have that network. Their PE is 11, forward PE is 9. Verizon, again, you've got a PE of 6, or I'm sorry, 8, and a forward PE of 7 with a dividend at 6.23%. It's a great dividend stock. Um, if I told you at the beginning of this year that you could pay 40 bucks and hold on to a stock um, that might be worth 38, 36, somewhere in that neighborhood, again, that's probably where the bottom of Verizon is. Um, the 52 week range, $41 is the 52 week low. So do I think it's going lower? I don't know. You've lost 20% year to date on it. Uh, but if I told you you could buy at the 52 week low, um, take a look at some of the, uh, you know, August 18th downgrade from Moffitt Nathanson, uh, $41 price target. Uh, July 28th, Bank of America Securities, Biden neutral, $51 price target. Um, that was uh, July. So, you know, you got a 51, recent price targets are 51 and 41, both downgraded, but you're at the $41. I do think it could go to 30s though. Um, but. It's just not loved. It's just not loved. Uh, but that, that came up on a scam. Another big one that came up on a scam, and I couldn't, couldn't believe this when I saw it, Disney. Um, you see that dovetail right there. You got out with a 19% gain last time. Now you've got a MACD cross up here uh, at 111. And 96 was the last buy-in. And anything under 100, scoop this up under 100. There's no reason not to scoop Disney up under 100. You can hold on to that one forever. Uh, 3M uh, is one that came up. And this has just been a falling knife. They've got some issues with uh, some hearing devices with the military. Mm, morally, I'm not a big, big fan of buying something like that. It's kind of like Rio Tinto. Eh, if I can make money on it, I'd be sure to do it. But eh. Uh, AMD, this is interesting. Uh, your average win on this one is 11% in the algorithm. The algorithm makes you 1%. Buying and holding only makes you 0.2%. So we're actually beating buying and holding. The last purchase on this was at 78. You rode this all the way up for a 20% gain. You probably could have gotten out of it with a 30% gain. Uh, clearly, clearly a, uh, volume shelf here at 77. You're trading at 82. I think that's where the MACD is going to cross up. I think it's moving up here probably to the 200 day, I would think, um, at 90. Now, it's just a guess. I like AMD. So uh, my dog is here, so I may have to take my dog out. Let me pause the podcast. I'll keep YouTube on, but I'm going to pause the podcast and see. Just try and take her out. Be right back. We'll do this. Okay. I am, I don't know why I'm on the Pepsi chart, but let's go to AMD. I think that's where I was. AMD. Uh, oh, I moved to Pepsi because Pepsi was the next one, next cross up. But AMD, um, yeah, I think I've talked about AMD. Let's move to Pepsi because Pepsi had a cross up here. 
uh, on the most recent candle. You're not going to see the price, but it's about 172 uh, and it's got a clear. Let's pull this one back here. I don't think this is going to make a difference, but we'll pull it back to the highs here. You do have a clear volume shelf here at 169. So if you want to buy Pepsi, I think this, I have this one in my portfolio, long-term holding. Love it. NVIDIA, we have a cross up here. Uh, this has been, again, kind of a capitulation bottom here. You see right between 134 and 143, you've got this volume shelf building right here. So people are starting to buy. Uh, you have an RSI at 31. You have a MACD that's about to cross up. Now, question is, do you cross up enough to, to convince you to buy it? I think I am. I think at this price, I am interested in buying this one. Um, you have to trade the trend. I am not going to go big. Again, my normal lot size is about a $10,000 purchase. I will probably go 1000 into this one. And I may actually live trade this one and, and just buy it. Um, because look, let's, let's go to Active Trader Pro. Um, let's go to NVIDIA. Let's see if it has on a five or a one minute confirmation. We're going to shrink this down so that I can see the candles. Five minutes got confirmation. I'd probably put in a purchase here. I'd say at about 138.50. Um, so um, I think that's probably where I would put it in. But uh, it's an interesting one. You know, again, I, I think Nvidia has seen better days. I think the market has seen better days. Am I interested in getting into this one? Not 100%. Uh, you got the fix down, by the way, 2% today. Look at that. Apple's down 1.2%. Um, Amazon's down. That 1.2% completely on uh, iPhone pricing. Completely. Uh, NVIDIA. Now, a stock that uh, I made live trade. Um, it's 321 right before the close. App Harvest. Remember I told you probably don't want to buy this one? Yeah, you don't want to buy this one. Uh, it did have a cross up. It's completely oversold. Is it going anywhere? I don't think so. Um, you know, it doesn't have a catalyst anytime soon. Um, it's, it's at its 52 week lows. Let's see. This is not making money. This is a stock that is not making money. The only reason I cover this is because I love the story, not the stock. Your 52 week low is $2.40. You're 11% above that. You're at 267. I think it's probably going down to that $2.40 though. You can clearly see double bottom right here. That's kind of where you want to look at it, about 250. So I think that's probably where you're looking at. Uh, SOCL, this one came up. Oh, this is social media. This is a SPAC. Nah, I don't want that one. Why that one came up, I don't know. But it did come up as part of my watch list. I just got to take it off my watch list. I don't like that stuff. Um, plug power and EV stock, you know. This one, you just had a 22% gain from um, July 28th and sold out on September 2nd. You're getting that gain again. It, it looks like it's going to a second leg. Um, you have the confirmation to do it. You just got out with a 29% gain. Uh, now, if I bring this over, and we're going to bring this over to this most recent one, you can clearly see most people are buying up here at 28. It's providing a good shelf. Now, if you pull this back to times where it was trading in that 28 range, we're going to pull this back all the way here 
to, let's just do December 1st. December 1st. Now, when you're up in this range, you can clearly see there's a floor here of 23. So I want you to be careful. You're in this range between 28 and 29. That should be your stop loss. If you buy at 28.83, your stop loss should probably be 26. Uh, it's a 10% move down, uh, just over 10%. But I think I would feel comfortable with that stop loss there. Uh, your recent low looks like it's about 25, but I'd stop out at 26 because I think if it, we hit 25, we're probably going down to that 23 level. And no reason to hold on to this one. This one, you know, again, this is a hype play. It's an EV play. Uh, take it from an EV person. Another cross up, and we'll have uh, just one more. There's two more, but we'll just one more. Uh, Micron. This is an interesting one because the RSI is down so low. It's at 36. Um, it, it doesn't typically come down this low until you see a, a, a pretty good run. And again, look at this run. You get down to 19, and boom, you went from... Uh, 50, 55, 50, 53, say 53 to 65. Um, and, and that was your move. Now it was, you know, over a course of time, but, um, do I think 56, 55, under, anything under 56, I think you're good. Micron has its earnings coming up September 29th. So you've got a catalyst there. Now chip earnings haven't been great. Your average win on this one is only 6%. I think you could play this one I, again. I, I, you know, do you hold it for two years and make it to 70? Maybe, uh, but I wouldn't mind holding this one. It's a good chip maker. Uh, the next one, UPS, which had a cross up. Shippers are having a, a little comeback. You had a 6% gain on this one uh, where you were buying before earnings on July 20th and holding it until August 29th. You could have gotten your 10% um, getting out with that button hook that I always talk about. Now, you're kind of capitulating around here and. The question is, and again, let me move this. I'm going to move this to these highs. And you can clearly see that the volume shelf is right at about 185. There's a volume shelf building here at 194. Um, I think, again, UPS, anything under 200, I think they're pretty good. Let's, let's look at UPS. It's a well-run company. Uh, their, their PE and their forward PE is 15. Uh, you look at FedEx, which is their competition. Um, the PE is 13, the forward PTE is eight. So UPS, you're paying for a little bit more for, um, but you know, UPS, let's see, FedEx is 24% off their 52 week high. They do have more problems. Uh, UPS is 16% off their 52 week high. UPS is right in the middle of their, their 52 week range. So that's why I liked it. There's another one. The last one, JMIA. Jumia, which was talked about as the uh, Amazon of Africa, just like Meli was the Amazon of South America, Jumia was talked about as the Amazon of South A of Africa. Um, they obviously have some liquidity issues, uh, and you can see from the the stock, the stock is not something that you trade lightly. It does have severe swings. The average win is twenty six percent. Over 31, can't, 31 positions, only nine were wins. So you have to kind of pick and choose which ones you want to win. Uh, this is one you can clearly see July 29th at $5.51. You got out with a 33% gain. 
where you sold it at about seven, but this one ran all the way up to 10. So from 551, you could have come close to a 50% um, gain uh, sellout on that one. And you clearly saw that button hook starting to happen and you should have gotten out before the, the rug got pulled out. Um, but I say that full well knowing I haven't gotten out on that rug pull either. So it is what it is. Uh, but those are some, some of the scans that I saw. Again, trade the trend. Remember, this market is in a downward spiral. The only reason you're seeing up days is because it's been oversold. Wait for this market. Be patient. Patience pays off. When you hear big money is not getting in or they're not getting in full, that should be your clear cue that we're still in a downward market. and The best of the best believe that we still have downward movement. Uh, Europe is most certainly going into, into a recession. The U.S. Eh, may go into a recession. It may not. Who knows? Uh, you know, everybody talks about a soft landing. Jerome Powell has no control over this soft landing. He's doing just what you and I are doing, using data to try and predict where the economy's going. That's all charts are. That's all fundamentals are. Try and predict where a stock will go. Best predictor is the data. He's waiting on the data. Now, he waited too long. It was very clear to some people that the data was indicating that inflation wasn't transitory, but he thought it was. So, uh, got you a couple of uh, requests on there. Um, I will probably stay on YouTube for a little bit longer. Uh, so, if you want, you can watch that replay. Um, I may do some live trading. Maybe I'll update you tomorrow and if, whether I did live trading, but that NVIDIA trade. It does interest me. Um, let's look at Baba. Before I go, I'll cue you on Baba, how bad Baba's doing. That, that 89 level, should have gotten out. Should have gotten out. Oh, well. Never hold in hope. That's the worst. Look at the volume. The volume's just trending down. Yeah, China's, China's in a bad situation. So, tomorrow's Friday. I've got a mentoring session at 9. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Don't know if I'm going to do it later. If you like this later one, just let me know. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on uh, Twitter. Um, let me know. Again, I'm, I'm really trying to do this around you guys. Um, I'm trying to, I, the reason why I started the podcast was really to find stocks for myself. I just started recording myself and a lot of people seem to get something out of it, uh, specifically from education. And I am working on that educational course. Uh, so you guys know I'm working on a newsletter as well. I'm working on the graphics on YouTube. Uh, I, I'm constantly trying to work on this. I am just, the organization is just me. So have some patience. Uh, but do, feedback is always welcome, always appreciated. Uh, and thank you to the supporters. I got two texts while I was doing this podcast that I got new supporters. Um, thank you to the supporters. I, I certainly appreciate it. Again, if you've made money, hit the support. Uh, there's a link tree where... Now, by the way, you can support me with PayPal as well. On Linktree, I have a tip jar with a PayPal link as well. Uh, or you can support me through Anchor. Uh, there's a link on there where you can use um, Venmo, Apple Pay, whatever you want. But Apple Pay works. Use Apple Pay. So um, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. Appreciate it.